morning. Welcome everybody to Made for Mondays this morning. I'm so glad you're here with us. Today we have an awesome conversation with a young lady named Jabrea Tanksley. Now before we jump into the conversation, can we pause for the cause? I want to shout out a book that I wrote this year called, well, Necessary Endings. Necessary Endings is a book I wrote this year that really details my personal journey through leadership, understanding life. It's a short one day read book. And what the book really entails are some leadership principles and life principles that kind of hold on to things I've held on to, things I've learned from scripture, from life, from principles, from stories and funny stories that I know will assist you to be all that God's called you to be. You can buy it on Amazon or my website, www.jrlester.com. Grab a copy, let me know what you think about it, and I pray it will enrich your life. Today we have an amazing conversation with a young lady named Jabrea Tankley. Jabrea Tankley is a member of the church that I'm able and privileged to pastor, and Jabrea is an amazing woman in who she is. One of the unique qualities about Jabrea is Jabrea will tell you her story about what it means to be differently able. But in the midst of that differently able posture that she has, Jabrea is an amazing leader of people, an amazing person who's unearthing some gifts every single day. And I believe this conversation that we talk about at awesome inclusive communities, I believe one of the communities we also often forget are differently able brothers and sisters. And Jurea is going to assist us in grabbing a hold of how we can be present, what we can learn from, how we can be present with, how we can walk alongside and not put down or demean anybody who's different than us. The good news is that all of us are different in our own way. Some differences are expressed differently, some differences are seen, and some differences are hidden. Some individuals who are differently able, those differences are seen, but they're individuals too. And Jabrea is going to assist us in that if we're going to be holistic leaders, to be the leaders, to hold on to all of who we are and all of who somebody else is. Now, this conversation was recorded on Zoom, so the quality may not be perfect, but it's perfect for you. Let's jump into our conversation today. Take it away. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome to Made for Mondays. You're here with Justin Lester. I'm really happy about today's session. Um, don't forget, you guys, like, share, and repost whenever you learn and grab a hold of this, especially our points of purpose that we have to make sure that you own your Mondays and Mondays don't own you. Um, we're, this whole point of this podcast is to make the, the decision to live. And so what I wanted to do as we've been doing this then um, the season of COVID with different speakers and different people and different leaders, especially, is I wanted to make sure we navigate all the different areas of life. And one of the areas I think that gets overlooked that I was made sensitive to by the person on here, who's one of my former employees, um, I was made sensitive to a lot more and my eyes opened um, where we're disabled brothers and sisters. And I feel that we overlook those brothers and sisters. And Jabrea has a wonderful story, wonderful testimony, but also amazing insight and research she's even doing because she's in school, hallelujah, uh, Jabrea. And so I wanna bring to, um, to our podcast, they help me welcome my former church administrator. I miss you, Jabrea, my former church administrator. <laughs> but the reason that she's no longer in former church administrator is she's doing amazing things here in the state of Rhode Island, in the city of, and in, I think, you know, you're in Providence, yeah. No, you're in Central Falls. Right. Falls, yeah. So she's in my old hometown uh, doing amazing <laughs> things with some children in terms of leading them and leading rooms and leading others as well. And so um, Jerea is an amazing testament to just being an amazing individual. And so would you guys help me welcome to our podcast today, Jabrea Tanksley. Hi, thank you for having me. Yes, totally. Jabrea, as we jump into this, can you just tell us a little bit about you? Like, who are you? Where are you from? What's your What's the short, like, two-minute version of your story as to um, just who is Jabrea Tanksley? Okay. Um, like Pastor said, I am Jabrea Tanksley. Um, I live currently in Central Falls, Rhode Island. Um, I was born with spina bifida. It's a neurological birth defect um, that affects, um, it's basically when you have a hole in, in your spinal column, um, and it affects your nerves and other parts of the body. 
Um, I am originally from Albany, New York. Uh, moved here to Rhode Island about 11 years ago and been here ever since. I also am a early Head Start teacher in Central Falls. I work at a uh, learning early learning facility. Awesome. Thank you, Jabrea. Jabrea is just an amazing, like, there's few people you can say this about, just amazing human beings. And Jabrea is a, an amazing human being. And as you guys mentioned earlier, she mentioned um, she has spina bifida. Um, and what I wanted to do in this particular podcast was speak to, um, so on the podcast, you know the truth, Jabrea, but on the podcast, we have a lot of leaders and we have a lot of people who are making decisions and people who are followers as well. They were getting into positions of leadership. And I think it's wise of us because um, my sensitivity um, really wasn't awakened until you, you began to explain some things or we began to work together. And I was, I'd never, it took a long time, it took a year before I was able to even say like, Hey, like what is going on? Right. And, and so I wanted to first start off with for people that are like me or people who were sitting back, like I was the first year and a half, not really knowing what to say, not really knowing how to navigate and knowing that you never just, you never want to feel sorry for someone. You want to talk to someone. What are some, I don't know, what are some terms? What are the, what is the correct terminology that's respectful um, that, that we can use to engage and hopefully start the conversation with the people we work with or the people we're, we're curious about or we see people like, um, like even as I teach, I get emails about, certain things to make for people's for certain students exams and things like that how can we start the conversation um with people that we work with and what are the terms we need to use with others so they know we respect them but we're also just trying to make sure we cultivate spaces where everyone feels welcome okay um so it really depends on the person okay. um so everybody is different some people don't mind the word disabled most of us i say us because i'm in part of that community don't like the word handicap. We cannot say that word. Um, so why is that? Why is that? Um, for me, it's like a derogatory term, and I'm like, oh. I'm not handicapped. Like I remember my mom used to say, "It's like I have a handicapped daughter." I'm like, I'm not handicapped. Wow. <laughs> but um, because you, it, especially when you see the emblem, you see the person in the wheelchair. But being, I I prefer to ter call it differently able. Um, so I don't, I, sometimes I say disability, I say I have a disability, but I'll say, sometimes I'll say differently, differently able, um, because we, as a community, we all are different. And so I feel like we all can do the same things, but we sometimes, we have to see the world through a different lens than most people do. Mm -hmm. Um, that's why I'm able to pick up on certain things that maybe some people may not be able to pick up on. I'm like, now, why don't we do it this way? Mm -hmm. Because I see the world, I process the world differently because mm -hmm. I have to. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so I, so I prefer the term either disabled is okay, depends on how you word it. Like wording mm -hmm. is very different. Um, something you said um, like really struck me. Um, I do, and I haven't, I've gotten that a lot. And especially at a lot of jobs, like that feeling sorry for and mm -hmm. or that feeling of, uh, let me help you do this. You don't, do you need mm -hmm. help with anything? Just letting us be to a point. Mm -hmm. um, and if, like, I'm the type, I, if I need you, I will help, I will mm -hmm. ask, <laughs> you know. Um, I can do, like, I, giving us that sense of independence, like we're not, I'm not handicapped, I'm not unable. I can do anything that the other person, it may take me longer or I may have to do it differently. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so 
definitely, I would use the term differently abled or disabled, depending on, I would always ask the person first before Uh you even like try to label. Because you don't, you never want to label anyone. I would ask, like, how do you prefer, you know, like, just like you would say anyone, like, what is your pronoun or whatever. I would definitely ask what how do you want to be do you, do you rather say differently abled or disabled mm-hmm. and nine times out of ten the person will tell you what they're yeah. comfortable with well that's really good thank you thank you for that what what can we do as as people who are in positions of authority people who have influence yourself included what, what what can we do and 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 even those listening to be better present with coworkers, with people that we lead people that even we're following. So I'm not even gonna say the people who aren't differently abled, aren't lead in leadership positions, people that we're following to be present with them in the, in, w- with that. So like, let's say I have a conversation with you, I'm like, we did, right? And have a conversation with you like, hey, Jabria, this is what I need, cool. Like there are many times where like, I remember seeing on security cameras and I was like, oh my God, like I feel so bad because <laughs> I felt bad. I did like 20 things I asked you to do. And, and I'm like, well, this is Jabria said that she, she's able to do, she's capable to do, so I'm not gonna worry about it. And so it, it, was a, it was a learning curve for me, I will admit, for like at least like two or three weeks where I was just like, oh my gosh, Jabria said yes. And we had a long conversation and I'm happy. What can we do to be better present as, because I know our church culture is different, be better present with individuals that we have a conversation with who are differently able to ensure that we're not handicapping them um, by our own assumptions, our own biases, but allowing them just to simply be people the same way we're people. Right. Yeah. That's a great question. Um, just remembering that they're human, um, that they believe just like you believe, and they feel just like you feel. Um, also, try putting yourself in their shoes. Well. Try, you know, it's, it's sometimes it's very hard to say sometimes, but try mm-hmm. being, try being that person um that may have you know a mobility issue that may mm-hmm. have because it differently able is more than just physical mm-hmm. um it's physical it's cognitive it's a lot of different even mental illness is, consum- is considered differently able oh. um i just i wish that sometimes people would be a little more um aware mm-hmm. um and just understanding that yes we are we look different, we may walk different, talk different, sound different, but we are humans at the same time. Um, and we just want to be treated like everyone else. Um, and that, you know, we just want to chant in the world just like everyone else does. Yeah. Um, and just being able to open up that door and being able to have that opportunity yeah. um, without any type of constraints, um, just giving uh, differently able people a voice really mm-hmm. to be heard because a lot of times we're you know don't do that oh no don't don't pick that up that that's no. a little heavy but if the person went over there to help clearly they know their body no. you know they know what they can handle so letting them be letting them engage and without any hold like if they need limitations let them tell you the limitations don't put limits on us before we let you know what our limitations are. Wow. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. That's really good. So that, that, that's, that's really good. Thank you for that. Um, so with that too, so we, COVID, oh my God, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> COVID, and, and you've mentioned a lot of different ways people can be differently abled, right? And so I, I can hear in that, um, 
you mentioned mental, you mentioned physical, you mentioned cognitive, you mentioned neurological, you mentioned all of that. What is it that, um, not just what others can do, but how are you navigating um, this season of COVID? Um, and I think that's just the question. I don't need to go, so how, are, how are you navigating? And then we can get to suggestions after this, because I, I want you to, and then also I want to speak to people who are listening to this, who are differently able as well. But first of all, how are you navigating this season of COVID? Doing the best I can, honestly. Um, it was tough in the beginning because I, I have, you know, it's a lot of information thrown at, at you at a time. Mm -hmm. So it definitely is overwhelming. Um, also, me being a person with auto, I, I have an auto compromised autoimmune system, with and it's encompassed on everything else. Um, so it was very scary. Um, what happens if I get sick? I have other combined issues. Um, so if I get sick, something else might come up and it really is very nervous. Um, but that's when I had to really like my faith stepped in. Um, okay. Like I know God's in control and if he allowed me to be in this position, he'll, he'll cover and protect me as long as I'm doing what I need to do. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm washing my hands. I'm making sure that my areas are sanitized. Um, but now it's a lot easier to navigate. Um, definitely and i'm able to show you know my kiddos in my mm -hmm. classroom you know hey you know trying to make it fun now now mm -hmm. it's like okay we can make this fun um how do you turn things into fun and mm -hmm. that's just as me as like a as a toddler teacher i have to make everything fun <laughs> <laughs> so um definitely um that's one of the things so navigation in the beginning was very very uh i was always i was anxious a lot very anxious at all times yeah. um but now i'm more i have more of a peace about it and i'm just going and i just have to be me and do what i call to do yeah to other differently able individuals to bring out what, what suggestions would you give them as we mark i hate saying we're transitioning back into normal because i don't I don't think we'll ever get to normal again, but as we transition into wherever the world is as we know it, what are some suggestions or best practices that you're learning in terms of transitioning to the workplace that you would also suggest to others, um, other differently abled brothers and sisters as they transition as well into their workplaces? Um, big thing that I uh, always uh, was instilled in me and I try to instill in others, advocacy is big. Um, ad, you have to be your best advocate. Nobody knows you like you. Mm -hmm. um, so if you need something, if you don't understand something, or if there is something or some type of accommodation you need, you need to speak up. You need to say, this is what I need. This is, and also even your limitations. Mm -hmm. I don't like that term, but for some of us, we do have limitations. Mm -hmm. And you have to be very vocal about those things and mm -hmm. boundaries and what, you know you can handle don't try to overload yourself trying to prove a point mm -hmm. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. so definitely just advocate you have to advocate for yourself and for your well-being well has the person that you were before covid how have you changed as a leader as a worker as a follower as a person engaged in community how has covid changed you for the better as you transition into the world now I'm, I'm more well aware of my community um definitely living in central falls um a very wide community of different cultures beliefs um different types of people and that's one of the things i love about central falls mm -hmm. um i definitely am more aware of how i can help 
how I can give back to my community um, definitely opened my eyes to also see people. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Sometimes mm -hmm. we get so, as differently able people, we get so caught up in these, this is who I am, this is who I want you to see me. Mm -hmm. But also, I'm seeing other people. You wow. know what I mean? Also seeing, well, maybe he doesn't understand wow. what, the way I think. So let me help him think, understand the way I think. Yeah. So not just, you need to understand me, and that's it. Wow. Now I'm starting to see the world and not so much accommodating me, but how can I help you understand my world? Yeah. Let me welcome you into my world and show yeah. you how I think and how I process. So it's a, it's a very interesting critique and eye-opening thinking process, honestly, because it's saying that this season of, I've called it COVID, you've heard me a lot of stuff, but COVID and cops, <laughs> and it's just, I'm tired. But in the midst of all of this, what I hear you saying is, I'm, you're, you're, you're really open in this season to welcome people into your space. In a world where really we're pushing people away, you're yeah. saying, I want you in. And you're also, and it's interesting to say then, it's like other people letting you in as well to then how we can navigate the world and that's a very beautiful framework. I never thought of it. It's a powerful framework that we're working together to build the world and not just me building my thing, you building your thing, and hopefully we collide and who's got more pride and who's not going to lose. It's literally right. we're going to we're gonna build this thing and build this um in this in this crazy, oh this crazy season. It's a beautiful, beautiful framework. What what's what I guess my last question for you and, and speaking directly to that and how how what are the things that we as a community that, as you, as you say that, navigating, um, you're opening your space up, you're opening your story up, right? What are the things then that you would expect from individuals who are not differently abled to do in light of now you're saying, listen, I'm welcoming you in, I'm independent, I'm able, right? I'm, I'm differently able, but I'm able. How, what would you expect from us that, I, and I'm, I'm going off of this and you're catching me in the middle of my um, like I started writing my notes for Sunday sermon about loving your neighbor as yourself. And I wanted to find who is your neighbor. And, and so I, I'm curious to you, what are the things that you are expecting from people in the, just in the world, not even leaders or followers in terms of politics of respect and recognition when it comes to um, our differently able brothers and sisters? Um, just getting out there, putting, being vulnerable. Um, for a lot of us, me included, that's very difficult. <laughs> um, just being vulnerable to be able to say, hey, I don't know. I don't understand. Help me understand. Because um, we're in a really uh, re weird space in our world right now mm -hmm. um, where people are actually starting to see other people. And we're actually understanding, like, people look different. And mm -hmm. it's okay. Mm -hmm. People talk different. And it's okay. Mm -hmm. um, so what I would say is be vulnerable enough to say, to go up to, the, to that person. If you see someone who's uh, differently abled and, hey, like have a conversation, get to know them, mm -hmm. sit, sit inside their world. Mm -hmm. um, and you would probably see, like you would learn some things from them and vice versa. They can learn things from you um, that you probably never thought of. They can show you, we can show you things about our world that, might help your world you know and yeah. and it will show you um just a different side of life um mm -hmm. just be able to experience life other than your own and just like i said before have that sense of empathy what would it be like if i was on that other side um, um yeah 
Oh, my last question to you, Jabrea, and then I want to have make sure people have a way to connect with you mm -hmm. is parents to children, right? So what, what would you say to parents where either they're made aware of something at birth, um, they learn something about their child as they grow, um, they have questions, they're worried about bringing their, I, I don't even know the steps for it. Um, and what, what would you say to those parents of um, they're noticing something about their children or the doctors told them something, how can you encourage them as you look at your life and what you're doing in your life? Like, you know, you're nothing to slouch at. You're doing great things in the community, great things actively involved. It's, it's like you said before, I'm able, I'm just differently able, right? And you're doing amazing things. What would you say to those parents who are worried at two, three, four, five years old about what their child's going to do over the course of their life? How can you encourage them or speak to them about parenting their children? Um, yeah. Um, Basically, you are your child's biggest advocate. Um, I can't stress enough advocacy. If you sense something, not that something is wrong, but something may be, you know, it may be going on with your child, definitely advocate. Don't just sit around and just wait for the teacher to say, this is what I see. Um, definitely like, go to, talk with your child's doctor, talk with your um, even, especially in the education world, because I'm an educator, talk to the teacher and say, how is, how is he or she doing? How, what are they learning? You know, how are they coping with um, being in the classroom on a social emotional level? Are they getting along with others? Because it's, like I said, it's different pieces. Um, and also doing your own research. Um, don't just wait for somebody to tell you, give you a pamphlet, and this is what it is. Do your own research wow. um, on whatever you may know. If you may notice some things in your child, look it up, research it, and you might be able to see, you know, how to help that child cope. But the best thing I can also say is do not, do not hinder the child. Wow. Um, do not hinder your child. If they will still, even if they are, they may be, they may be, whatever they may be diagnosed with, um, they are going to be great regardless. Um, don't ever put a limit on them. Don't say, don't ever tell them what they can't do. Um, even if doctors say, don't let them do this, don't let them do that. Let them live, let them live a, a life full of possibilities. Never, um, never tell them what their limitations are. Always tell them they can be whatever they want to be because once that's in their head, there's nothing that no one else can tell them or try to stop them from doing that. They, if they want to be a scientist, they'll be able to be a scientist. It doesn't matter if they have, you know, multiple learning disabilities, they can still become a scientist. Yeah. Um, and also showing them there are very, there are very influential, influential people in this yeah. world who have disabilities, who have made um, marvelous marks on this country, on this world, um, and show them that even though they may be, Having a dis they have a disability, they may be differently able. That just even like just like those folks did it, they can too. Well, thank you for this, Jabray. Thank you, mm -hmm. thank you so much. And so I want to give you a moment if you can let us know um, if somebody wanted to reach out to you, somebody had something curious and wanted to follow up even with something that you said. What is the best way that someone? This is your own space uh, to to reach our audience. How, what is what is someone? How can someone find you or reach out to you if they want to? Hear um i'm on i'm on social media i'm on facebook and instagram um you can look at look me up to bray tanksley 
Um, if you just put that in the search engine, I'm right there. Um, not too many people have my name. <laughs> so um, you'll find me. Also, my email is my name, my first name, T at gmail.com. You can also email me. And I'm more than happy to answer anyone's questions if they need um, tips or anything. I'm always here. Awesome. Jabra is a, a wealth of resource um, and a wealth of resources. And honestly, as we even think about as, as uh, from my, in the facility that we're in um, and childcare facilities and our daycare um, and even the future of our church about just where we're headed in the future, the, the person I've leaned on the most and uh, has, has been Jabra. And I'm really excited about what God is doing in her life and where our future is headed. And so I pray you guys are blessed by this. Please be sure to follow up um, and engage if you have any questions with her. Be sure to leave something in the comments as well to affirm even the work that she's doing and to engage with her as well if you have any questions. So uh, once again, Jabrea, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Hey, everyone, listen, you were made for this today. This week can, can be your best week. Make the decision to live, choose to live, and know that you were made for Mondays. Mondays don't own you. You own Mondays. Now run into this week. See the world differently, as Jabraya said. See the world differently and allow, like, see the world through the eyes of somebody else and allow yourself to grow because you're seeing the world differently. And I guarantee, as Jabraya said, you can see something. There's, there's blind spots we don't see. And uh, I pray this week is a week. You can see those, grab a hold of those, and be a better human. Be a better human. You guys, you're made for this. Have a great week. Well, thank you so much for joining us today for Made for Mondays. I pray today blessed you to be all that God has called you to be, all that you know you can be. I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, and I want to mention again, first of all, if you, the month of November, I want to dedicate to you, the listener. If there are questions that you have about leadership, about life, about anything at all, do me a favor. Here's all you have to do. Go to www.jrlester.com and click on Made for Mondays. And on Made for Mondays is a contact form. And Simply submit your question for me. What you're able to do is let me know, hey, hey, Justin, this is what I'm curious about. This is what I want to know. This is what I want to learn. And my responsibility on Made for Mondays is to ensure that you are the best leader you possibly can be. So go ahead, go to jrlester.com, click that link, let your boy know, I'll holler back at you. Now let's say our affirmation and go on about our week. Repeat after me, if you will. Say, I am me. I can be me. No one will stop me from being me. You were made for this. Now go win your Mondays. Mondays won't beat you. God bless you.